With more and more people looking to move to the outer suburbs, regional Victoria, the Geelong region and the Mornington Peninsula to be on more land and to enjoy the fresh air, the serenity and a new way of life. There is one thing that most people don't know about that will, quite frankly, make them a bit squeamish. Today, we are going to look at the different types of waste systems, septic and sewerage, that could make or break your dream of buying big land. Things are going to get stinky. You're listening to Real Estate Right. Top experts talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest right. Your host is Sue Langda. Are you keen to target a market of real estate buyers, sellers, renters and investors with your advertising? Why not be part of the Real Estate Right family and advertise your moving company, your cleaning company, your trade, your signature company, your legal team, your advocacy services, anything that might help you target a wider range of Melbourne through an audience that's on the move. Contact us on 0359-77-889 to discuss the Real Estate Right podcast advertising packages. Andrew Butler is the owner of Butler Plumbing, a family-owned and operated business that has specialised in plumbing maintenance for over 32 years. Located in inner city Fitzroy, Butler Plumbing has grown to a fleet of 10 vans on the road to solve all your plumbing needs. Welcome, Andrew. How are you today? I'm as good as can be expected. Good. Now, how did you get into plumbing? What made you become a plumber? Well, I'm, I'm an old plumber. So right back then, it was virtually a relative. Uh, my brother-in-law was a plumber and his father was a plumber and they invited me. He didn't have a son, so he invited me to be a plumber. It was the way it used to work. Yeah. And... Uh, those few unusual people that's only had one career. Oh. I've been a plumber and a paper boy. Really? That's it? I was 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you are a great expert for this particular topic. Now, so today we're talking about the difference between septic systems and sewerage systems. So for the listeners who don't understand the different concepts, can you explain what are the differences between septic and sewerage? They're really, to make it really simple, one is a standalone system and one you're part of the infrastructure of your community. So effectively, one, you deal with your, uh, I was trying to find the right word for it, um, the Irish use a good word called shite. Yes. Uh, on, on site, uh, and the other one, pumping it into a community-fed system that also treats, they're both water treatment plants. Yes. But, yeah, one's on your property and one is outside your property. Absolutely. Now, what are the pros and cons of sewage? for the property owner? Uh, the sewerage is 93% of Melbourne is actually sewered. Yeah. Um, and, and what it is, is it's set and forget. You've, uh, as long as your internal pipework works, yeah. it flows to your property and you don't have any for, more involvement in it. You pay your rates. It's all fixed. It's very simple. Okay. Can I give you some cons about that? Some cons about it? Yep. You've got to pay rates. <laughs> You've got to pay rates. So you basically have double the water bill. Uh, yes. Look, the way they actually uh, they price you for your sewer system, 
it's worked out at about approximately a thousand dollars a year. But if you yeah. your property, you'll find they virtually do a calculation on how many toilets you have. So if you've got oh. toilets, it's going to cost you a lot more for the same sized house than if you have two. Ah, uh, so if you have eight people using those two toilets versus eight people using those four toilets, there's still the same amount of poo going down there. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So you've got those, and of course the rates. I know this is unusual for some people, but they do go up fairly regularly. Mm. And another con with a sewerage system is you're more likely to have an easement on your property. There is a lot of easements. Obviously, in the inner city, uh, there's all sorts of trouble with easements. Yes. Um, out in the suburbs, the same again. The pipes have to run somewhere. Yes. They've always been, I'm talking about the main pipes, like your internal. Yeah. They all have to run to a main area and you can't build over it. Yes. And a lot of properties have the easement at the back of their house. They do. Or they have them along the side. And I have actually seen one. Uh, one of a pair built in about the 30s where the easement ran right around the whole property and like as in the whole house so they couldn't do any extensions back front they could only go up so i've went out in the eastern suburbs where it was across the back and up the side yeah and there was nothing to do but it got worse they had a major problem with yarra valley or yarra valley had a major problem yeah and they brought all the excavators in to dig in yarra valley's easement which was her garden bed yeah in the back so it can't it sometimes it, it won't be pretty <laughs> now how about the pros and cons for a septic system for the property owner the pros of a septic system radio um look self-contained uh you can actually go and live in an area and uh, have normal function of a house where there is no sewer system set up so we're talking rural yeah uh, so you can virtually set up a property anywhere and you're all self manage self self-contained it all works yeah and you get half the water bill and you get half the water bill that's a positive thing you only pay for your incoming water not your outgoing water it's it's interesting um uh, i come from country victoria so i've had a lot to do with systems over the year um i'd say 60 percent of the people i deal with catch it off their roof the water so they don't have water bills anyway well that's true too yeah (laughs) i must admit i've got i've got two properties with septic systems so yep. um, one drains into Lake Yildon. Yep. Well, not really. It drains into a septic system, which, you know, but the concern is that they want to make po- uh, Lake Yildon a potable waterable water system, which means that they you know can drink it. So they're trying to make sure that everyone gets their septic systems um, rigid ditch so they uh, don't have that problem. But that's a big ask. I come from Alexandra. Ilden. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so you know all about it. That's... And also my property in Somerville, which is on septic as well. Um, and so a negative about it is that unless there's a sewage system, you cannot subdivide the land. Absolutely, because they're trying to make plans and revisions for the future. And if they allow people to bring the septic systems in, uh, these easements aren't there, easements aren't being used. And then you've got to turn over the property in five years' time when it does come through yeah. in years' time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's some of the cons. And you can't really dig up your backyard, so you can't really put a pool in the backyard. No. Look, it's, it's really interesting with um, where you can actually put a septic system. Just basically, the septic system is effectively a big tank that goes in your backyard that only takes the toilets. Uh, you can't... Yeah. Um, 
uh, showers, kitchen sinks, definitely not kitchen sinks, into them because then they're, they're just a bio system where it all breaks down and it goes into the tank, it settles into the tank, it all breaks down and then it goes out of the tank slowly and filters through a very large part of your backyard. Most, most properties yeah. that have it are two and a half acres. They need yeah. run a normal septic system. Uh, obviously, everyone doesn't have two and a half acres. Rural's not a problem. Um, yeah. Then you start adding uh, sand filters, pump stations. You really turn into a little thing that would have happened in Werribee or Carrum in Melbourne. You've got your own sewage yeah. treatment plant in the backyard and the cost yeah. in that. Yeah. So when we got our septic system all fixed up, um, when we moved in because we didn't realise we'd bought a property which um, needed the septic system fixed up, which was a nice little pricey $4,000, um, we were told, because everything does go into ours, so we've got washing machines and things, so no bleach is allowed in your washing machine because it stuffs up the bacteria. Yeah. Like every time you have a party, you've got that little odour of poo smelling because the toilets are working overtime, which is never pleasant when you're having a party outside and the septic system's just right there. <laughs> um, and But you do seem to get a nice big lush bit of lawn <laughs> right where those pipes are in, uh, going through. In, in um, mid-summer, well, we, have, we had a property at uh, Rubicon, which is just, uh, just yeah. outside just over the hill from uh, Eon Reservoir. And in the summer, you can see exactly where all the uh, filtration lines ran because they were just yeah. pitchfork lines of uh, green. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. So, yes, so there, there are a couple of good and bad parts of both systems. Um, now, how easy is it to replace an existing septic system? Right, look, um, like all things actually in the plumbing game, everything's been altered. They've moved the goalposts on us. Um, yeah. Most... I would say easily say 80% of the current septic systems are no longer legal. So as soon as you get yeah. to replace or upgrade them, they'll make you bring them to standard. Uh, yeah. The biggest thing you do is that you're effectively just filtering. Um, is it, uh, what you need is you need um, a large area. They need to know the type of soil you've got, where the water table is. You can see this is all mm. investigation. Um, how much wastewater your property produces. And then they come down to the type of system you need. So if you they decide that your water table's up high and you're dropping your waste, your, your filtration lines into it, and it's going to hit for a dam or a waterway, they'll insist that you put the full-blown um, septic system on, uh, pumps and sand filters and constant backup generators because it all runs off power. And you can do, yes. So when you start looking at, we're going to swap out and get a new septic system. You start to think, hmm, I wonder how well it's working. Maybe I'll pump it out three times a year. Yes. There's a, a variety of new things that are going on, like even reed systems. Have you heard of the reed systems where it's more eco-friendly and it feeds the reeds yes. and um, all that sort of stuff? So, um, but, yeah, like I know it's it's around a $20,000 sort of cost, isn't it, to change your septic system? Absolutely. And then, oh, like I said, there is ongoing costs, of course, with that because you've got to – yeah. Effectively, um, no power, no toilet type thing. So you've got to have a backup generator yeah. going. Um, mm. Normally, you, you still get your tanks cleaned out, say once a year, maybe twice a year, um, and then you say three hundred bucks to five hundred bucks, depending on what they do. Then they've got to de yeah. the bottom of it, which is a nasty bit 
where they've got a clear ball. But yeah, they're real heavy stuff at the bottom, and that's once a year, which can be depending, you know, maybe 800,000 bucks, maybe. Depends on how hard you yeah. get to. Um, a lot yeah. It's only indicative pricing because really easy to get in. They walk in and out inside an hour, they go, you get it. Or what? They're there for a day, and then you think, oh my God, what have we done? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You don't know what you're going to get until you get, you know, they get there. So, yeah. Now, how often do these septic systems wear out? Uh, look, there's septic systems around at the moment that are still going 50 years on. Yeah. We're not operating as well good as they can. Effectively, they're just open pipes that feed across the back paddock, as as yeah. said, and effectively they block up and they just don't filter out as well. Um, mm. Regional systems were earthenware pipes that were just laid together uh, and effectively it seeped through the earthenware and through the joints between them. They weren't joined correctly and that's how it worked. We use uh, PVC now and it goes into aggregate around it, Um, but even that gets blocked after years. uh, You can try flushing them through, but the blockage is in the aggregate and that around or the soil around it. Yeah. uh, The property we sold up there recently, um, the septic system needed replacing, so they've gone in. And they're rebuilding the house and everything like that. And I did, I still know them they, uh, up that way. And they've said that they are now forced, because they have a building permit to upgrade the septic system, which is a cost we hadn't really thought about. And as you said, 20000 Yep. Mm. Make a dent in your, uh, in your budget. Definitely does. Now, what are some of the environmental concerns with septic systems now? Absolutely. As I said, there's probably that many out there that are, that are 50 years old. And so they're effectively mm. leaching into the into the ground and the waterways and that. You might mm. remember probably last year, I've lost a year, probably 18 or 19, where they had all that trouble out of China where, <laughs> not the 2020 trouble out of China, um, the, <laughs> the, the frozen berries. Do you remember they brought frozen raspberries or something in, Aldi or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, slightly, yeah. They were contaminated with human waste. And that was effectively what it was. But effectively, they weren't using it as fertiliser. It had got out of a septic system. And that was the the big issue. I I think they made it bigger than it was, but it was definitely an issue. And that's the sort of thing. You can't get it, that sort of water or liquid onto edibles or or cattle or anything like that. So eventually, it is very, very bad. Yeah. Pays to wash your friend veggies, especially if they're frozen. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, how much room do you need for a septic system? Oh, look, a normal system, which is like a three to four bedroom home, um, it's about four and a half thousand litres. And then it comes down to it. Like I said, most of the time they're saying about a two and a half acre block. Uh, yeah. Then it all really depends on your soil type, the water table, where it goes. Yeah. And they will do all this testing for you. And mm. he will err on the side of caution because they're going to sign their name to it. So, yeah. yes, it probably varies from one to Sandy soil transfers, yeah. way, um, filters way better than black mountain soil. Yeah. Yeah. We've got kind of, what have we got? Very muddy, no, not muddy, um, clay soil here. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, clay so. is a lot harder to let it filter through. So you yeah. more of it, more lines to make it work better. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not pretty. So, so mm. the costing's probably, look, 
probably starts at eight to ten, about three, three and a half to six. Get the tank in in a basic system. Normally, there's something yeah. else around it, so eight is probably a good figure to start with. Eight. What do you mean, like eight thousand dollars or eight thousand? Yeah, eight thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, how about a sewage system? Do we like? Obviously, we just need pipes going out to the street somehow, don't we? Absolutely. Uh, someone like Yarra Valley just supplies a point at the edge of the yeah. property and you just run all your internal pipework to that point. Sewage is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking the same thing. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Now we're going to have a short break and come back with more from Andrew Butler from Butler Plumbing to talk about which suburbs in Melbourne still have septic systems. You're listening to Real Estate Right, and we are talking to plumbing expert Andrew Butler from Butler Plumbing about the differences between septic and sewerage systems in and around Melbourne. So, Andrew, which suburbs typically have septic systems in and around Melbourne? Look, it, it's quite surprising, but there are still some further suburbs around in the northern suburbs and the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, Alpham South, um, out in the east, Callista, Lilydale, and yeah. Park Orchard which is right next to Ringwood, still has larger septic systems in it. Yeah. Um, it's virtually come down to the infrastructure hasn't got to them yet. It's a bit yeah. like the MPN broadband. You just can't, no rhyme or reason to where it gets to. No. Well, like, funnily enough, I believe we have a sewage system pipe going right through the middle of our street, yet we're on septic here in Somerville. So um, not all parts of... Uh, the peninsula is septic, um, but I do recall my sister having a house in Rye, and that was septic, and that was just on a standard block, which was yep. really, really bizarre. But, oh, absolutely, yeah. and that's that's what they did because everyone in that area uh, was on septic, so they all had their own little tank and their own little septic system. As yep. I said, the rent changed, and they wouldn't let that happen now. No, but. They can't impose themselves to say, right, you're going to put a whole new sewer line in because mm. you have to. Um, when I was an apprentice, they did it through Moorbark and out that way in Croydon. Um, mm. And the disruption to uh, Mum's garden was rather dramatic. You dug up the whole yard and then you put... Not Mum's garden? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was the one doing the digging at that stage and, uh, yeah, I did cop a bit of flack over that. Oh, I'm sure you would have. And out towards Geelong, is there many out that way or not? There is still some out in Geelong. It's only because the bigger rural properties out that way. They still yeah. have them up. But uh, yeah. Geelong's serviced at this stage as far as I know. Yeah. So you could get them on a, a 600 square metre block, You could, but more likely they're going to be an acre or more, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. They need two and a half to make it run properly. And as I said, now they people have the option of doing this more elaborate uh, septic system, yeah. uh, we'll push towards doing that as opposed to saying, oh, we'll be right until the sewer comes through. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So is there any word on the street about councils replacing septic systems to sewage systems in any parts of Melbourne at the moment? Uh, they are. Like, as I said, the Willard Donvale has just recently been done, which is still yeah. like that freeway. That's next to Doncaster, that's only been completed in the last few years. Yeah. Um, when I say completed, they do areas, then they have to apply to people to actually connect to them, which is yeah. why it's taken so long. Uh, there's price restraints from there, all that. 
Yeah. yeah, a lot of these areas, especially up in Clister, up around the uh, Dandenongs and all that, um, as you said, they are, the septic line's available, but until everyone's connected, they're, they're not complete. Yeah. So does it basically, if one person in the street, for instance, said, look, no, I can't afford it, I don't want to do it, does that mean the whole of the street will have to stay on septic or they just go, oh, well, we won't worry, we won't worry about Miss, Mrs Jones in the corner there? No, no, they actually, everyone connects it individually. So yeah. they would, uh, in the end, and I do know what happened years and years ago out in the east, where they would make loans available to get people connected because of, for everyone, yeah. you, you have your tomatoes on one side of the fence and a septic tank system on the other side of the fence. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so if the council made the decision to replace the septic with sewerage, what would generally be the cost to the property owner? We've, we've sort of talked about, you know, replacing it if it was completely not working on your property, but in terms of the council making the decision, what would it cost? Well, depending on how long a line you've got to run, normally between three and six to dig it up, not, not including getting the roses back in the ground. Okay. Yeah, because you've got to put the roses in because that makes them smell nice. Um, <laughs> but would they, like, remove the old septic system or just let it lay there latent and you wouldn't even know it was there or not? No, what, what we always used to do is, um, and I'll tell you a funny story on that, but what yeah. you do, you'd have it all pumped out, it would be cleaned out, then you would smash it into the ground and run, you'd have to run your pipe work through it. So you'd have to use cast iron pipe to run through that because it'd be unsupported. Um, yeah. Until we run, uh, I think it was in Moorabark, and the man thought, what a great idea for a wine cellar. Yeah. So he had to maintain his, and we laid the pipe around the tank. He, fiber, he got in and fiberglassed the inside of this big uh, cylinder, and he used it as a wine cellar. Why not? <laughs> but a new, different well, aroma. <laughs> you do you do, uh, you do want to leave them on site because they're nearly impossible to get out. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because most most of them would be at the back of the house and to get them out you'd, you'd have to get a crane from, you know, from the front extending right around the back, hope that it doesn't get dropped on your house on the way through. Yeah. That's... Absolutely. They're all 30, 40 years old, so you get it up in the crane and it'll fall to bits on you. And, uh... Oh, that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there anything else that our listeners should know about regarding uh, septics versus sewerage? Um, look, I, I suppose the ongoing costs, um, if you can avoid having a septic tank system that you've got to maintain, do it. Yeah. If it's an op, go with the sewer. It's set and forget. You won't have any further troubles with it. Yeah. Um, and if you do, if there's a problem out in the mains, that belongs to Yarra Valley or one of the, or Melbourne Water. Yeah. Um the septic system, having grown up where we've used them all the time, they're a nasty thing when they're not working. Um, my uh, my joke was that uh, well, what you used to say is that you never talk about your septic system at a dinner party mm. unless it doesn't, and then it's the only thing you talk about. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It needs to work because everyone yeah, needs to. Otherwise, lemon tree is really good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. works wonderful. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Andrew, for talking to us about the sticky subject of sewerage versus septic. I think our listeners can now make that educator's decision to buy a bit of land knowing what they are up for if there is septic on the site. If any of our listeners want to use 
Butler Plumbing Services, how can they get in contact with you? Not a problem. We've got a number that's uh, monitored uh, full time and it's 0418-549-093. And uh, I'm sure the girls or one of the plumbers on site can actually uh, give you some more information. Sounds good. Thanks again, Andrew. It's been a pleasure having you on. Now, next week, we have Ash Martin from Ash Martin Realty to talk to us about the statement of information. Each and every property needs to have one when they're available for sale. It's a new legal document that ensures real estate agents are above board when it comes to estimating the price point of a property. So don't miss it. Real Estate Right is a real copyright production hosted and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music and Francis Morello for his voiceover. Real Copyright is a leading real estate copywriting service throughout Melbourne. If you would like your property copywritten by Real Copyright, please book your copy through orders at realcopyright.com.au. If you would like us to help create more valuable real estate information for the people of Melbourne in this podcast, contact sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks for listening to Real Estate Right.